This is Yusuf. And this is... It's entertainment. Yes. And uh, we are wrapping up our DC uh, comic week uh, with a a quasi throwback uh, 2010 uh, DC film um, that was released with some familiar faces in this movie that you might know. Uh, yes, so we are speaking to the losers. The April 2010 DC release movie. Uh, it was starring a all-star cast of Idris Elba, uh, Zoe Saldana, Chris Evans, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Columbus Short, uh, uh, Jason Patrick, and Oscar... I don't know how to say his last name. <laughs> uh, ask Do you know how to say his last name? Ask Janata. We'll go with Janata. Yeah, because the J is silent, right? Um, oh. J A E N E D A. Okay. I, okay. I, yeah, I'll go with Janata or Yanata. <laughs> Uh, it's probably Hyanada. Hyanada, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, Oscar, uh, if you hear this podcast, please uh, reach out to us and give us any corrections or retractions of your name. Uh, that would be awesome. Thanks, Oscar. Um, so, to what it's here, the song, uh, man, I, I lost track of years. Um, now, uh, this was pretty much the, the year of Rihanna, uh, and Rude Boy uh, was the song of, of April of 2010. Yeah, I thought this was like 2015 or something. I don't know. I'm, yeah, but the 2010s are a blur for me right now. Sorry, guys. Uh, well, 2010 was also the like big beginning of indie. Brooklyn indie music really taking off and actually uh, yeah I would say it was sort of like between 2008-2010 you had all like the, the like, at least in my mind maybe because I was living in Brooklyn Brooklyn indie music was taking over that's true yeah. it was probably because I was living in Brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> yeah so because you're what about how many years you were there? Well, I lived in Brooklyn for six years, six. but I was in New York for sixteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, hitting up the borough, uh, rotating the boroughs. So. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Right on, right I on. I just I miss the Bronx and Staten Island. That's all. Okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, so with so this this particular film, um, like I said, it, it, of course, like comic book films now that have such a huge marketing and you know they really blitz you know the the advertisement of it. I I, I just don't remember them really 
you know, blowing up advertising wise this film when it came out. I, I, or am I mistaken? Because I don't remember like huge billboards with this movie, anything like that. No, I don't. I feel like because the cast, like all these actors that we know very well now, um, were not huge box office draws. Um, because if you think about it, like Chris Evans didn't become uh, Captain America until two years after this movie. Uh, Idris Elba, I mean, he was a BBC star when this movie came out. He wasn't a huge thing. Right. And people knew him from The Wire. That's kind of like the extent of Americans identifying with him as an actor. Like, you watch The Wire, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, String of Bell from The Wire. Yeah, I know that guy. But like you're saying, other than that, it was yeah. mostly BBC stuff. Yeah. And then Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, I mean, people knew him from Supernatural, very few people. Uh, but mostly, he didn't really, in my mind, hit it big until uh, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Then, like, mm-hmm. So exotic. Uh, she was in, I mean, she was in Avatar in 2009 and start in 2009. But I feel like, again, it wasn't until probably Marvel that she people are really like, yes, we know who she is. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, she was one of those actors that you see her here and there in different things. She was starting to be the familiar face in movies like, oh, yeah, her. Like, I've seen her in, you know, X movie, Y movie. Um, yeah, because we reviewed a throwback movie with our uh, guest correspondent, Jen, with Center Stage that, you know, she was in. Um, yeah, so it's, so that kind of like cemented her kind of, you know, doing movies here. And then I remember her vividly in uh, The Terminal, the Tom Hanks uh, movie, when she was one of those uh, TSA had a customs agents that you know she was very like rough and like hard nosed stuff like that, and then she kind of warmed up to uh, uh, Tom Hanks' plight <laughs> in the movie and just started to like help him out, stuff like that. So yeah, it's like mo- movies here and there prior to her being like Gamora and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, that I remember here and there. I'm like oh yeah, I like her. She was good in this movie and that movie and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, so this was like a all-star cast before a lot of the cast would have been considered an all-star. Yeah. So I can't imagine that the studio put a whole lot of marketing behind it. I mean, I definitely don't remember it at the movie theater. Um, I think I I discovered it once it was on streaming, and, and now it's like one of those movies that I like to have on during the day because it's just it's so ridiculous it's it's so ridiculous <laughs> right. um, so, but, but what is it about? Why is it so ridiculous? Yes, what is it about? Um, it is about a CIA special forces team who's betrayed and left for dead by their superiors 
galvanizing them to mount an offensive against the CIA to get revenge against those that betrayed them. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, there you got a little A-team vibe going on, you know, the soldiers of fortune type thing, except they're not helping out regular people. They're just going out for flat revenge, flat, all that revenge on, you know, the people that betrayed them and, you know, sent them out as outcasts to be, you know, they can't go back home and stuff like that. So, uh, so yeah, you got that. And then with that, within that dynamic, you have your, you know, your cast of, uh, characters or the brother in arms, if you will. <laughs> uh, so you got like it, uh, Idris Elba as Roke, uh, then the 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 main guy, you know, the the Murdoch of it all. No, it wasn't Murdoch. Was it Face of Murdoch? I think it was Murdoch. No. Well, Murdoch was the 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 man with the plan, right? That was Murdoch. Yeah. So yeah, Murdoch. So Deputy Morgan's character is the Murdoch of the group. He's the the, the mastermind. He's the thinking dude. You know, he maps out the plans. Uh, Chris Evans is Jensen. Um, he's who, who? Who is he in the group? He's like he's the, he's the the like he's the comic relief. Yeah. He's like the pretty boy comic relief. Uh, imagine like your crazy single hot uncle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's- Place. Yeah, totally. That's him all the way. <laughs> yeah, and then you have Columbus Short as Poochie's Transpo, I believe. Yeah, he's the he's the wheel man, if you will. Um, yeah. And then you have Oscar as the sharpshooter, weapons guy, uh, and his name is Cougar. Uh, so that's kind of like your cast of characters in this mercenary group or special forces group. They're not really mercenaries yet. Special forces. Uh, Jensen is supposed to, or Chris Evans' character is supposed to be like the tech guy. He's the computer guy. Okay, he he's the guy in the chair. <laughs> he is, but um, they have to send him into a lot of situation situations uh, in order to hack into things. So he he gets put into some hilarious situations because of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like uh, Jim said with the um, with the synopsis, um, you know, they were you know set up by this kind of mystery man to take the fall for an incident that happened. Were they in Nicaragua? They were someplace over there. So they, yeah, they were sent down to a South American Bolivia. country. You say where? Uh, to take out a drug lord, but he has all these children around him, and so they're like, we, we can't take out the drug lord, we have to help the children escape. They help the children escape, and meanwhile the drug lord gets killed. Uh, they put all the children on a helicopter to get out of this area, and and then the helicopter is taken down. So, the government thinks that they're dead, and they've been hiding out. Um, then Zoe's character comes and finds them because she wants to help them get revenge for the people that have basically 
um, giving them the death notice. Exactly. And our big baddie is Jason Patrick, who hilariously hams it up in glorious fashion as the villain Max. Uh, um, you know, I always said, if... I, I, to me, personally, I always said that like that, like when they introduced like in the Batman vs Superman world, I I was like, if they were to do an older Lex Luthor, Jason Patrick would have been an amazing like Lex Luthor. I mean, the way he plays Max is almost kind of Lex Luthor ish, but he just leans into more of like the sarcastic comedy. Of his villainy, I mean, but if he scaled it back a little bit, he would he would have been a, an amazing like Lex Luthor. One hundred percent agree with that assessment. Um. Yeah, but you know, but we have what's his name, Eisen Jesse Eisenberg. He did what he did, so you know, whatever. <laughs> and, and he has a henchman that helps him take out people that are in his way. Um, so their whole thing is that he is working with scientists to create this type of weapon that, um, oh, I forget what the type of weapon Yeah, but he was saying it's like a, it's a green weapon because it don't explode anything. It just kind of dematerialize stuff and just kind of make it. Going to the earth, <laughs> I forget what this thing was. Yeah, um, and so there's a scene where, like, he he's trying to get the scientists to build this weapon, and the main scientist is like, "No, I'm not going to." And he nods his head, and his henchman throws the scientist over the side of a building, and he's like, "Why did you do that? I didn't. I gave you the nod. I didn't mean." He was like, but you gave me the nod. He was like, I gave you the nod, but the nod wasn't to throw the guy off the side of the building. Uh, meanwhile, all the other scientists are like, yes, we'll do whatever you ask us to do. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Yeah, you know, you got to know the nod. Because he's like, oh, you know, it, uh, you know, this, it was the, you know, break his leg nod. It was his, you know, punch him in the face nod. It wasn't. The throw of the building nod. You know, shouldn't right. know the different nods. Uh, yeah, I mean, just like that. I mean, he, uh, Jason just definitely just played it with just. And this, I think outside of the Joker, that you we rarely see people that play villains that just lean into just the joy of being bad. <laughs> and he was just happy. He was just very gleeful just doing bad, evil, devious shit. Because he's bad. Yeah, a lot of times people take their villain character too seriously. He was just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, being a, just being an evil dickhead, you know? <laughs> yeah, but I also feel like all of the characters in this movie... Um, like the actors just look like they were having fun in this movie. All the characters have crazy lines, and it's just it's a ridiculous movie. Yes, totally. Yeah, and again, the movie this leans into just you know the 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 comic book nature of these characters in this situation in the plot, and I think that's what makes it. 
fun. You know, it's like, uh, this is a constant reminder. Okay, guys, this is based off <laughs> a comic book. So that's why we're leaning into all these crazy, like, <laughs> batshit gunfights and sequences and explosions and near-death experiences and the banters and the car crashes. It's just like, yes. It's like, look, like based off the source material, like, you gotta lean into it. <laughs> and they did. Yes. Yeah, so for for example, like, one of the crazy things that they do is um, the weapon is in an armored car, and they're in the downtown streets of Miami, and so they fly a helicopter in to with a giant magnet to connect to the armored car and steal it away. <laughs> yeah, you know, some that you know they something that the eighteen would do, you know. It's like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, see like and then okay. And so Aisha, the Zoe Saldana's character, um have a really interesting and I think one of the best like introduction like far as a meet cute between yeah. <laughs> Clay Clay and Aisha and this is like a meet like this is like the ultimate meet cute moment where they're beating the shit out of each other in the building and like the room is literally burning down around them <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so before that even happens, they're, like, in the bar, and she sits next to um, Jeffrey D. Morgan's character, Clay, and she goes, what brings you here? And he goes, a cruise ship. And she's like, Bolivia's a landlocked country. <laughs> and he's like, it was a very fancy cruise ship. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, they, they, like, moved to the to the hotel room for a one night stand and they start fighting each other like the building catches on fire and they just keep fighting mm-hmm. yep and Aisha reveals hey I can help you guys get Max and you know Clay's like well how do you know that and like well you know there's a lot you don't know like well c- come on I'll, I'll explain everything <laughs> and so uh, they go and to uh, the skepticism of the rogue characters played by Idris Elba, you know, he's definitely standoffish and like, okay, something's going on with her. Like, she knows too much. She's not telling us everything. And, you know, Clay is kind of like, well, you know, I'll, I'll listen to her. You know, she's, you know, she's hot. I mean, we, we should give her a chance. And, uh, but rogue is like, uh, Okay, if you guys want to go with this plan, fine. But if she have if she have any kind of inclination that she's gonna turn or have ulterior motives, I'm killing her. Pretty much, he just, he just kind of flat out says that. <laughs> yeah, and so as part of that scene, like they do a background check on her. Jensen does, uh, and the only like. <laughs> organization that doesn't want her dead is PETA. Um, which is also just another great line. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you know, and PETA put hit outs on a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so I, and further we get into the plot, uh, which is a very simple plot. Um, the revelation is 
she's the daughter of the drug lord that Clay killed before he got the kids out of the blast site of the village or the compound, wherever you want to call it out there. Uh, and so with that revelation, like she, you know, they find that they find out she narrowly gets away, you know, <laughs> in, a, in a hell of uh, bullets. Uh, and so the gang is like, OK, whatever. There's a twist amongst the crew. Uh, but th- th- we're not going to really, because I'm going to assume that not a lot of people seen this movie. So we don't want to give that away. But there's a there's some things going on with the crew that is revealed. And that kind of throws some things in more loops <laughs> that goes into the third act. Yes, yes. Uh, but going back to some, like, another fun quote in the movie is Jensen, who is played by Chris Evans, who becomes Captain America in a Marvel movie mm-hmm. where he's injected with secret government serum <laughs> in this movie he says i'm warning you i'm a lethal killing machine it was a secret government experiment, <laughs> experiment. they did stuff to me spooky stuff it turned me into a dangerous telekinetic mm, yeah so he's shadowing his uh is a Marvel character here. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> wow. Talking about yeah, we we was he was going into that whole like like you know monologue. <laughs> Watching it now, I just like started chuckling. Like, oh wow, like oh you clever, you clever bastards. <laughs> yes. Uh there's a great scene with him in the uh like he's infiltrating an office building to hack a computer. Uh, he goes in as like the pizza delivery guy and has to change in the elevator and the doors open. There's a lot of ladies there, which reminds me of the Michael J. Fox movie, A Secret to My Success, <laughs> where there's he's going up and down the elevator, changing from male delivery guy to office drone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, we, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, did we? No, we didn't, we never reviewed that one, huh? Okay. I don't think okay. all right so so I'm in the queue yeah <laughs> uh yeah definitely so, like exactly like that and and watching this again okay let, let me get your thoughts on this one so given the information right that Aisha knew like all along now did she know all along that Clay was responsible for her Dad's death. I feel like she had a pretty good sense. Okay. That you've been involved. Okay. Okay. So that with that, it made those like steamy sex scenes like kind of weird because it's like you banging the suspected killer of your dad. It was it's angry sex, obviously. Uh, okay. She's, she's getting what she needs out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> making him drop his guard so that because women obviously would never sleep with someone in order to get to convince them to do something, right? Because women are evil like that. We we have to have emotions to have sex with someone. Um, I'm being sarcastic with her, obviously. <laughs> Uh, but she's getting him to, to you know, uh, 
let down his guard so she can get in and and take advantage of them. She can take out the big baddie. Uh, And at the same time, eventually take down the team that is responsible for her father's death. I mean, it makes perfect sense from a strategic perspective. Okay. Back on my life, I'm just like, wow, what a way to honor dad there. (laughs) I mean, if you can get the the person that, that, that hired the team to to like if you can get the team that was hired to cl- kill your dad to kill the guy that was the mastermind behind it and then you can take out the team because you're working from the inside and they won't expect you mm-hmm. then i mean it makes you know she just happens to be getting some jeffrey dean morgan action on the side I mean, he's very attractive in the movie. Yeah, I mean, they all are, of course. Yeah, I'm like, hey, you know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I I do have to say, Chris Evans, like, uh, hair, he might be the least attractive on the team with his (laughs) frosted tips. Now, okay, so I think he went from this to Fantastic Four, if I'm not mistaken. I think, yeah. he did Fantastic Four first. Really? He, yeah, when did Fantastic, Fantastic Four come out? 2007. Oh my goodness, that came out in 2007? Wow. Yeah, so he, he did Scott Pilgrim versus the World after this one. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm all, my time, I'm all lost off. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then Captain America 2. Came out in 2011. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I, okay. I forgot about because they did the second Fantastic, the Silver Surfer one, right? That that was after Losers. No, the Silver Surfer was 2007. So when was the first Fantastic Four? 2006. 2005. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Okay. Man, I'm just dating myself left to right. Um, yeah, okay. Cool. Well, hey, his trajectory, you know, he kept he kept he kept pounding the pavement. And uh well, yeah, I mean if you like because he has been in a, a number of movies based off of comics. So we start with Fantastic Four, where he plays the human torch, Johnny Storm. Yep. Then we have um he was in Push. Which is another comic book movie. Yeah. Uh, then, then Losers. Snowpiercer. Uh, then Captain America. Then Snowpiercer. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I mean, besides all the Marvel movies, I don't think he's really done any comic things post Marvel. No, definitely not. I was not. No, I mean, Marvel locked him down for about 10 years, so. <laughs> so there you go. But, hey, good for him. Uh, yeah. And pretty much everything kind of uh, works itself out. Of course, yeah, it'd be in a comic movie. The, the big baddie bites the bullet and there's kind of an uneasy alliance uh, at the end with the gang. And, you know, 
it's kind of you know that I always wanted them to do, I always wanted them to do a you know a two because yes yeah because it will it seemed like they were gonna pick up on like Aisha's uneasiness of you know Clay and kind of the the team because it wasn't like it wasn't settled between those two it was it was it was it ended like okay like. Like you and me are not done in so many ways, kind of thing. It's like you still kind of killed my my dad, though. So, yeah, like yeah. Well, I work with you, but <laughs> we ain't cool, kind of. It's it kind of like how it ended, as far as the dynamic between those two. But so yeah, it was cool. They had a sequel. Yeah, I mean, I feel like all of all of the actors sort of got really big after this movie. Um, yeah. So it's, it's probably hard to bring them all back together. Yeah. You know, how, <laughs> you know how much money you got paid? I mean, like that budget would just be just paying them to come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think Warner Brothers want to spin those ducats like that, especially on like a loser's sequel. Right. Um, I, I, I'm not sure whether or not this this movie made back all of its money um, on the first time around. So, okay. Oh, let, let's see. Uh, the budget was 25 million, and it's only made about 30 million so far. Uh, okay. Well, like I'm gonna assume now that that's domestic, huh? That that's worldwide. Really? Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, I mean, well, of course, that's, you know, that's box office. I'm sure it made its money back in, you know, home video sales and all that stuff. I'm sure by now it's it's broken even. (laughs) Hopefully. Yeah. Um, But um, this movie is streaming on, I think it's Netflix. Okay. Um, is it on HBO it, Max since it's like a DC movie? Um, let's see. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm assuming it is since it's a. a well, it, it's movie. definitely on Netflix because I have it saved on my my list of movies on on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure if it is on HBO Max or not. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. Either way, you know, you have Netflix to fall back on. Right? <laughs> yeah. It, IMDb is saying it's on it's on HBO Max, so you can watch it on Netflix or HBO. Cool. All right. So, what's our stuck on tarmac reading? Uh, sit on the sofa and watch it with the family. It is uh, PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it was the first Dark Castle movie that was not rated R. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, go clean the house while you have it on in the background or go outside and take on the crazies. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, give, I give it a sit. I give it more of a sit down than uh, clean the house. Um yeah, I'm, I'm straddling in between, but I'll sit down. I'll, I'll sit down for it more than like go do either. Um It's yeah, it's, you know, it's it's fun, and you know, Jason Jason Patrick is hilarious, and I think we were talking about the last. Um, we were talking about Suicide Squad Tuesday. It, it definitely have that 
that even though James Gunn didn't direct it, it had that energy, that pace, and kind of like that frenetic action, like if it was a James Gunn movie, um, almost, almost. Um, yeah, I mean, it has some like fantastic one-liners. It has some fun action scenes. Um, there's a scene where like Chris Evans' character is. Um, stuck in the office building and he's like cornered and there's all these security cops that have guns pulled on him. He's like, I'm, I, I have my, my magic powers. He's, I'm going to shoot you with my kinetic energy. <laughs> and, uh, the, like the, the guards go down when he, he shoots them with his fingers. Um, yeah. And they got, like it's just, <laughs> Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, it, it was a fun movie. It, it was a fun movie. I mean, um, it yeah, it, it could have, like I say, it, it, it's pretty much 18, you know, almost, you know, but uh, yeah, on that end, yeah, it, it, it gets a sit down. It, I, I sit down for it. It's fun. It's not long. It's like an hour and 30 something minutes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a sit down for me. I've, I mean, I've seen it so many times. It's it's probably ridiculous. Uh, but yes, I do enjoy this movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, guys, if you guys want to see uh, a before they were star stars movie, watch this movie because when you look at the cast, it's like, oh, this is before they got all of the monies. You know, and uh, yeah, it's a fun movie. I think you enjoy it. Uh, yeah, The Losers on Netflix and or HBO Max. Uh, check it out. If this movie went over you and is one of those kind of movie obscures over the, the years that, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, that movie. Yeah. Check it out. You, you like it. It's, it. It was fun. Um, cool. And we will see you all next week with some supercharged stuff. (laughs) It's all about the cars. Yes, all about the cars. And uh, we'll see you then. Until then, we wish everyone safe physical distancing. Get your vaccines and keep wearing those masks. Yes. Peace.